voice is good? Voice good? Voice good. Voice, voice is the voice good? You know you want it loud. 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 I can't hear you. What? And you're listening to the to loud. <laughs> you're listening to loudspeaker. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Loudspeaker. I'm Chandler Johnson. Next month, athletes from across the globe will travel to Sochi, Russia to compete in the 2014 Winter Olympics. Since the inception of the Olympics, individuals have used the games as an opportunity to protest, create chaos, or inspire a nation. In other words, there is no way to separate the sporting event from its political or social obligations. Two years ago, during the Summer Olympics in London, England, a few people used the event to remind people of an action that is still happening far too often in our world. Our friend Josh Planos presents a poetry program that explains. They say by the time you hear the whistle, it's too late. They say by the time the sirens ring, they say the bomb is already dropped. When the bomb drops... They came as we ate breakfast. I remember the taste of black market naan my children ate slowly. I remember the bitterness in my throat. Maybe one day a page will be found. A song will be heard. A poem will be written, filled with explanations when the first nuclear reactor disasters occurred. A blood oath was signed in the sands of our beaches. Before we finished, the sky ripped open, vomited death. Everything fell around us, everything burned, the children screamed, the walls shattered, a voice like a jackal's howled, Kamal, Gohar, Shanaz, Sadia, Zainab, Zarafshan, maybe one day a child will learn the names of a stranger who believed in them before they even met. Maybe one day a heart will remember a brother, a sister, a crime, maybe one day we will all remember a moment of love. Since the end of World War II, over one-third of the global population has been bombed. As a country, we bomb someone virtually every day. So this summer, at the 2012 Summer Olympics, some Chilean guys thought that they would bomb London. With poetry. The organization known as Casa Grande has held six poetry bombings, each consisting of dropping 100,000 bookmark-shaped poems from a helicopter over an area previously affected by aerial destruction. Each time, not a single poem was left on the ground. These poetry bombings reframe the audience and re-signify words in space, encouraging us to view the ground as a place for growth instead of destruction, allowing the implications of war to go beyond broken buildings, to give power to unbroken people. Using the poetry from the 2012 London Poetry Bombing, Belarusian won by Belarusian poet Valzina Mort, Sayings of the Motherland by Russian poet Vera Pavlova, History Project by Marshall Island poet Kathy Kitchener, A Traveler's Tale by British poet Jeffrey Shores, Piecing Her Back Together by U.S. poet James Spears, and Getting Cast as the Bomb by U.S. poet Pedro Sardui. Shrapnel from a Poetry Bomb. The other day my daughter asked me for a bomb vest for Christmas. I was hesitant. 
But the more I think about it, it would really provide a lot of benefits. No bullying. Should have a vest that goes with every outfit. The best show-and-tell example a seventh grader could ask for. Plus, next time Frank gets his spider web of a child a horse, we can just blow his house down. If you listen, if you listen, if you listen some nights. You can hear the screams from Bikini Atoll. I know you Americans like your statistics. In 12 years, 67 nuclear tests were conducted. One was the equivalent to 1,000 Hiroshima bombs. Over 300 animals were left to rot on a battleship because you wanted to see, wanted to see, wanted to see what would happen. What would happen if I told you that this could build cities? What if I told you that the pen was always mightier than the sword? What if I held up an entire culture with nothing more than syntax? You would call me crazy. No, crazy is dropping a weapon on a village of people with nails chained like fences to their insides. We write poems for those who pray to forget what they remember. We write poems to pull the shrapnel from this bleeding city's carcass. So if this generation wants fast poems, loud poems, you are going to hate this. Because our poems mean shit. I get cast as the bomb in this school play. Literally, I play the hydrogen bomb. I only have two lines, and whenever I speak, I'm told the audience will boo me. When the bomb, the bomb, the bomb drops, when the bomb drops, Kamal Gohar Shanaz. Sadia Zainab Zarafshan, three days later in the shelter. Aziza, my neighbor, showed me a package. Yellow like the bombs with an American flag. She said they say it is food. Food colored like the bombs for the children still alive to pick from the minefields with the hands they still have left. And finally, I saw the savagery of a people who would gloat over those they kill. Who would take the eyes, limbs, sanity of their victims before execution. I cried out, have they no mothers? No children in America when a palm touches the earth. A flower grows in its place. No matter how hard you pull at it, it can never be torn out. Its roots take root in us. The cursive etches into our skin. This is our home. This is our home. The metaphor and simile pick up the bodies, pick up the city life. Is no long, quiet river, but a bloodbath. Oh no, it's the hydrogen bomb. Everyone boos like expected. I stared at my mom, who's got this crazy smile on her face and is taking like a thousand pictures of me in this stupid costume. I'll undoubtedly tell a psychiatrist about this in the coming years. After the show, Principal Harrison tells me what a great job I did. As the bomb... Does he like that I killed Jennifer and Susie and thousands of other little nine-year-olds? My mom says she's never been prouder. Bomb my life, I think. Being a bomb sucks. The darkness cloaked the sun, blacked out the clouds, the heavens fell to earth, split the ground, doors locked from both sides, and Lucifer cackled above. I am in control. I start the count. The dictation as soon as I start.
On the ninth day after Aziza died, still clutching the puck, she refused to open. I pried it from her lifeless, lacerated fingers. I ate the food, the blood and bones and fat of my children in a yellow pack with an American flag. Come all. Perfection Gohar, Diamond Shanaz, Princess Sadia, Blessed One Zainab, Granddaughter of the Prophet Zarafshan, Littlest One, I named you for a mighty river. And their names will not be remembered. They are not American museums, will not hold the relics, they are not American now, as every nation seals its borders against us as they gun us down when we beg for sanctuary. I will rename myself America. No love, no grief in this world but mine, and I will keep them safe in the cracks of my teeth, in the pits of my pelvis, in the raw, raw flesh beneath my eyelids. It starts with a spark, a release, the bomb dropping into picture, into village, into town. Lucifer cried, run, breathe before the ash does your lungs, listen. Mm -hmm. Fire your bullets, you villain, for I won't play at murder or run away. I don't care if there are explosions. I do not mind the annihilating thunder, so fire your bullets, fire, fire your bullets, fire. It starts with a spark. The release. But this time, the palms planted seeds in the dirt and we grew. And we grew into ourselves. They say by the time you hear the whistle, it's too late. They say by the time the sirens ring, they say the bomb has already dropped. But this weapon cradled words and pens, the language of the sky dropping the bombs. that will bring us home. Josh presented this piece while at the University of Nebraska at Lincoln. Special thanks to him and also Daniel Whedon for the recording. I'm Chandler Johnson and you're listening to Loudspeaker. Oh,